now, Truckers Radio USA presents... Look! Up in the sky! It's a bird! It's a plane! Where are their pants? The Derriers! Oh, yeah! The Derriers! Two amazing brothers, boldly exploring the universe of music in the Americana Roadshow. The Derriers are Kansas City's dubious backup specialists. Elvis had the Jordanaires. These are the Derriers. Rhythm guitar, bass, and harmony vocals. Please welcome Leo and Roger Eilts, the Derriers. Welcome to the Americana Roadshow, right here on Truckers Radio USA. USA. I'm Roger Isles. I'm Leo Isles. And we are the Derriers. Doing it again, aren't we, Roger? Yeah, we're still doing we're it. We're still doing it about every week. We just yeah. uh, gather up all this music and kind of put it together in a big old ball and put it there on the radio. Keep picking pieces out. And, That's right. And talking about it. That's and it. All that, you know. That's right. There's so much of it. Well, there's a ton. And, and you know, people are pretty irresponsible with their music. They just leave it laying yeah, around. They kind of listen to part of it and then they walk away and from they, it. Me, and then yeah. we just, oh, looky yeah. there. Yeah, we're like the, the, the pigeons of music. We're you like know? the dumpster divers. <laughs> we'll pick up anything. <laughs> That's right. Well, people ask us, they say, Derriere's, exactly what is Americana music? Well, that's a fair question, and we get that all the time. It amazes me that people think we know anything it, about it. It's this. very unfair to ask us. That's true. I mean, it, it, they think we're some kind of experts, but we have an opinion. Opinion, Which right. has evolved into a definition. Pretty much, yeah. yeah. I'd say that's correct. And, yeah, yeah. and we think it's music with... Distinctive American roots. And having said that, boy, that leaves a lot. Yeah, you know, people. I think sometimes they pigeonhole it more in the in the folk and that type of stuff. Right, right, but, right. But man, I mean, it could be just about anything. You know, it could be big band. It could be honky tonk. It could be punk. It could be lounge. Uh, it could be doo wop. It could be barbershop. Uh, Zydeco. It could be rhythm and blues. It could be Tin Pan Alley. It could be swing. It could be elevator music. It could be show tunes. And you know what else it could be? I think I know. It could be boogaloo. boogaloo. We yeah. just like saying boogaloo. We do, and it needs to be boogaloo more. Seriously, we, I, I'm gonna. Yeah. I'll tell you what. Uh-huh. Maybe not today, but next time we do one of these, I'm going to make sure I put some Boogaloo music out. I'm just going to tilt my hat right now okay. and say Boogaloo Okay, next time. Okay. Not I, today. I think you probably tip your hand. I think I tip my hand pretty yeah, well. What did I say? What you did I said tip? tilt your hat. Okay, well, I Which, do that too sometimes. <laughs> but for a different reason. <laughs> for a different I think. reason. <laughs> anyway, uh, the format of the show is that uh, we uh, each of us walks in every week with a fistful, uh, a virtual fistful, I should say, of tunes. And, and we do not disclose them to one another ahead of time. That's right. That's right. And uh, we take turns starting the show, and uh, this is episode 143. Odd number show. So, oddly enough... You get to start, Leo. <laughs> I'm never going to get out of that, am I? I'm afraid not. we okay. got a thing going now. Yeah, we're kind of Me set. and Mrs. Jones. <laughs> hey, we featured that song. I know that we was, did. That was a good one. <laughs> hey, listen, uh, I, lately I, I've kind of been, I noticed I've kind of been featuring one of these more often than I used to. I want to kick off today uh, this garage band thing. Oh, yeah. You're into that, and it's great stuff. It, it's been a lot of fun. Sure. And there's precious little information. There, was just, there were so many, and they were so regional. They were all over the place. And sometimes you might get a tidbit here or there about, oh, maybe what uh, label it was or whatever. Right. So there's not a whole lot of backstory on a lot of these bands. And that is certainly the case in this next this first song I'm going to put on today. Yeah, they'll probably say that about us one of these days. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, who were those guys? <laughs> 
They were so they were so generic. They were so obsolete. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, what do you got? All I know is that this band is a quartet from Oncanto, Wisconsin. And um, they it's they were recorded in the studio um, called uh, I can't remember what the studio is. It was Tupper Publishing Company, and out of Buffalo, right? Okay. And they apparently there were a lot of bands that came out of that, and they regionally had regional hits in the Northeast. That's kind of what they did. But this one, uh, this particular band, um, this was recorded in 1965, and this band is called the Rhythm Royals. Mm. And unfortunately, they were like. Two or three bands around that same time with a similar name, but these were the actual Rhythm Royals. Uh, from 1965, this song is called The Loneliest Man in the World. stuff garage band man. yeah you gotta love it that's cool that you're finding that i like I, it i am a, kind of in a rut there yeah all right rog it's back to you i believe it was two shows ago uh, that you featured uh john prime yes it was the last uh-huh. his last recorded song that's right i remember everything yeah yeah and uh uh and interestingly enough uh, a week later somebody at real grit did that song which that's, is pretty cool that's right yeah, yeah. uh-huh so yeah but enough of that um i, I stumbled 
across an interesting performer uh, in my stumbling, and it's a guy by the name of Tommy Prine. Oh, really? It's John Prine's, John Prine's son. Yeah. Wow. Had How no cool idea that? he was out there, and um, I, I found a um, a review. I couldn't find a lot of other stuff on him, but uh, it uh, it's interesting. It starts out and it says, "This will be the last time it is relevant." to refer to Tommy Prine as the son of John as anything but an interesting footnote. Oh, really? Yeah, if that time hasn't already passed. Huh. So it's interesting, you know, of course he grew up in the business and, and uh, he would sell merch at his dad's uh, uh, concerts. Yeah, and yeah. Occasionally he'd get up on stage and share the stage or do a song. But it wasn't, um, it wasn't John Prine that got him inspired to become a musician. It was uh, Jason Isbell. Jason Isbell, yeah, really? Yeah. We featured him on, on this we show have. in the past, mm -hmm. too, yeah. And it said it was his opus, Southeastern, that actually uh -huh. uh, got him going. Wow. And so, um, but he learned how to finger pick from his father, and he first picked up a guitar when he was 10 years old. Um, but he uh, um, it said uh, he was performing with his father at the uh, 38th Songwriters Fest a few years ago, and that's when he really caught the bug to be a performer. Huh. And so he's been touring and kind of getting his chops and those type of things. Um, but it, it's really some cool stuff. And I picked two songs, and they were they're very different. But um, you got just one, Roger. I know I can only take. I know one. it's hard, isn't but it? I usually load in two and, and decide the, the last. Minute. The last second, right. okay, unpredictable. Like and that. and so uh, so I, I decided to go ahead and um, I can't. Boy, I didn't look at. I, I make a note of what the date for this album was. It's very recent. But it's from the album. It's actually the title cut of Tommy Prine's album, This Far South. You remind me of every single dollar tree. And I try to reach out. I never see you this far south. Oh 
Nice, isn't it? It really is. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, cool. and I, I went and double checked. Uh, that is actually one of those albums that's being released a song at a time right now. Oh, okay. okay. So there's right. three or four tunes that are out. Gotcha. So, far, so it's brand new. And that's great. Uh, man, great find. Yeah. It really is. Okay, Leo. Well, take it away. Well, sometimes happens, Roger. We end up uh, being on the same channel without realizing it. It's happened. And I had a song queued up uh, possibly for this show, and I'm going to go ahead and play it as kind of a call and answer thing. Okay. okay? So you just featured this uh, this great tune by John Prine's son. Mm-hmm. It just so happens that I have a song that I had picked out from Glenn Campbell's daughter. Oh. <laughs> wow. Yeah. How about that? Yeah, it's, it's pretty cool. Uh, her name is Ashley. Ashley Campbell. And uh, she was uh, John uh, Glenn's companion, obviously, during the whole uh, farewell tour that he did. Okay. And uh, she played banjo in the band and was kind of there to kind of help him through all these things and everything. But she really got uh, involved in it. And later on, uh, after the whole experience was over, she sat down and chronicled the whole experience in a song, as you do. Wow. Right? Now, but she's also worked with uh, Rascal uh, Flats. Uh, She did a... Um, a thing with them and she's been hanging out with these other uh, artists and she's doing just a really great job hmm. but uh, she's a 2009 graduate of Pepperdine University and she has a bachelor's degree in theater wow you know and she originally pursued comedy after her graduation and was a member of various improv comedy groups in LA which is also oh, yeah. interesting background stuff a lot stuff. going on out there but this song is uh, is really touching and um, it's called Remembering and this, so I'm not going to say too much more about it. It kind of explains itself. Ashley Campbell uh, with her song called Remembering. Four years old running up the stairs to your bed. Thunder rolls and I pull the covers over my head. You say it's just a storm. Enjoy the show. Take me to the window and you show me that it's beautiful Never had to ask you to sing for me It's just the way you put me at ease Bone for bone we are the same Bones get tired and they can't carry Can't even remember my name 
just wasn't getting it right You showed me how to play it, said it doesn't happen overnight And in a couple of years I come home and show you how I play Blackbird And though I miss a couple notes, you still say that it was the best you'd ever That's awesome. Yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, pretty I like good, that. Pretty good stuff. Oh, hey, look at the time, Rog. Yeah, I think it's uh, we've used up our time for this segment. Yep. Time and to uh, rewind and get after it. Well, tomorrow is moving day, Uh-oh. so uh, we have to go out and police the area, and uh, oh, yeah. we have, somebody has to clean the cat box. Uh, that's okay. And, uh, can, and we've almost got him trained to clean his own. No, nah, I don't guess that. I don't guess so. I don't guess so. Yeah. No. Um, and, uh, of course, we have to check that. Left or inside duel, and, and uh, this is what 143. It's an odd numbered show, so yeah. Leo, you get to check it. I had that wrong, didn't I? <laughs> yeah. You do every week, yeah. Pretty uh, you're much. so hopeful, though. That's a good I thing. Am. About I am. Those are the light. Okay, yeah. just give me a minute. I have to compose myself. Okay, all right, all right. And well, I'll, I'll do it. Okay, okay, okay. All right, well, you do that, and uh, then we'll be back. This is the Americana Road Show right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio, Radio USA. USA. Okay, well, we're back. I assume you're that you cleaned out the cat box. Yes, I did, didn't I? Or more? Yeah. Or he's yep. okay. He's, he's happy now. I don't even know if I want to talk to you. Why? I always come back grumpy after checking that tire. <laughs> oh, I never noticed. Yeah. Yeah. Just makes me nervous. Yeah, I but, understand that. But at least, like last, you know, I checked next door. Remember last week the yeah. kid with the firecracker? <laughs> oh, mm, yeah. Uh, you think oh, it's funny? I'm so sorry. Dude. I was traumatized. Okay, <laughs> like you weren't going on going in. No, I, so I walked all the way around uh-huh. to check, and guess what? What? There's nobody here. <laughs> 
I guess that's this better. place is completely empty. Yeah. It's just us. Yeah. You know, so yeah. Well, there you go. Yeah. I mean, you know, since we ran out of Shady Grove RV parks, you know, and we started going to these weird town names. Yeah. Uh-huh. I guess we kind of get what we get. That's kind of yeah. Yeah. It's kind of a whole new experience. Well, I mean, I should say we are broadcasting this week from a not a Shady Grove RV park. No, oh, there's a pretty nice tree. Yeah, there's one tree. Uh, yeah, uh, here in Virgin, Utah. Virgin, you you were just north of the Arizona state line up here in Utah. Okay, right. Okay, we're practically not in Utah. Yeah, but we are. But we are in Utah. Yes, yes, we are. Yes, it's in. Technically, we're in Washington County. Utah, right? right? And the last time anybody uh, showed up, the population, the guys come out, take the census. Mm-hmm. The the one that, that returned because they've sent two more then since then that didn't ever come back. Oh, really? No. The, so the the last time they had a census taker actually come back and report on it. Okay, there were about five hundred and ninety six people here. So did they just the census takers? Did they go on somewhere else? Did they stay? They were never seen again. <laughs> Well, I, I'm glad we're leaving tomorrow. <laughs> well, now, now listen, this this town is kind of a it's it's an interesting place because we're not far from Zion National Park, which okay. is a big deal. Yeah, that's where everybody goes, and it's you know we're talking beautiful desert landscapes and the yeah. whole bit. If we throw the dart right, maybe we could drive through there on the way. Maybe, out. maybe, yeah. We're, we're not very good at that though. That, that's true. <laughs> Okay, and, and you know, and back in Kansas City, where we're from, we're about nine hundred feet above sea level down there. Right you now, well, here we're at least you know about thirty six hundred feet above mm-hmm. sea. So it's you know it's an interesting place. But listen, this is one of the things I found out because the guy came out and talked to us right when he saw us we were camping. Yeah. And uh, he, well, he I think it, maybe he thought we were census takers. Maybe he did. <laughs> go, hey, I don't even no, have a pad, I've, and I can't count. Past I'm five. not counting anything. <laughs> I, I was ready to confess to whatever he was going <laughs> to whatever he's going to ask. But listen, here's what, here's what he told me. He turned out to be a pretty nice guy. Uh-huh. All right, he just was checking on us, make sure. But it turns out that in May of 2000, right, um, a law was passed here in Virgin, Utah. That requires every homeowner to keep and maintain a firearm. Oh, wow. It's a law. Wow. You have to keep and maintain a firearm. And now, listen, there's only a few exceptions, right? We may qualify for one of these. Uh, The exceptions include the mentally ill... (laughs) (laughs) Convicted felons... No, they're not that. Conscientious objectors... Or this one is for sure us. People who cannot afford to own a gun. (laughs) Check. That's it. Uh And and it says right there in the the law, it says, so residents can protect themselves against aggressors. Wow. Now, the the mayor got this. uh, He was a mayor at the time, this guy named Jay Lee. And he got the he got the idea from some other place, you know, that had done the same thing. He goes, oh, that seems like a good idea. Let's all go buy guns. So. Okay, so we're kind of the odd, odd guys out here. You yeah, know? we are unarmed, okay. and we walk. Now, when I walk out of the camper, I keep my hands in the air where everybody can see them, <laughs> just just to make sure. That's a good idea. So there That's you go. That's good advice. Actually. Well, it really is. Yeah. Virgin Utah. Wow. Well, yeah. uh, you know, people ask us. They say, "Derriers, what the hell? Are you- <laughs> what are you doing what are you, there? What are you thinking? How'd you get there, and why? Yeah. And uh, well, you know, the thing is, is that we I'm- have a BB gun in the back. Okay, fine. So, unlike our compadres here on Truckers Radio USA, uh, they have these things called 
ranches. ranches. Yeah, very and legit. They, yeah, yeah, they get to do their shows from the relative comfort of their ranches. Exactly. And, you know, for instance, um, uh, they have... Um, oh, what's his face? Oh, what's his face? And, and you know, uh, uh, somebody, uh, Rex Allen Jr., of course. I knew you'd figure it out. <laughs> I shook you up a little bit, didn't well, I? Well, at least he isn't listening. <laughs> okay, so. fine. That's true. Uh, he has the Rockin' Diamond R Ranch in the... Dos Cabezas Mountains. Mountains, yes. Yeah. Alan Bailey has the Swingin' Gate Ranch out there in western Kansas. Mm -hmm. uh, Oren Friesen, who is the human footnote of the Derriers. He pays attention. Yeah. He does. Um, he, he has the Rock and Banjo Ranch there in central Kansas. That's correct. And we were whining about the fact that we didn't have a ranch until yeah. our pal Suzanne set us straight. She did. She was very matter-of-fact about it. She said, look at it this way. Obviously, she understood our minds and how we think. Right. She said, she said you have got the entire continental United United States. Mm -hmm. You've got it border to border, ocean to ocean. You could say you have a ranch without fences. fences. That's correct. Yeah. And we ride that range in our RV called Ramblin' Rose. Ramblin' Rose. Why you ride? Oh, Rosie. Yeah. Rosie's been pretty faithful to us. And she'll get us. On down the road, yes. From tomorrow, tomorrow, yeah, yeah. Probably first light. For, oh, I'm thinking first light. <laughs> maybe, maybe overnight. We'll We're see. Make sure she doesn't backfire. That's correct. Oh no, <laughs> that would be such a bad idea. Oh man. Okay, Roger. I forgot entirely where we are. Totally. It's my turn. Oh, good. Okay. And I've got a trifecta here. I, I don't know if I'll get to them all this show, but uh, I, I stumbled again across a group called Parliament. Oh, yeah, Parliament. I'm okay. familiar with them, yeah. Okay, and it was on like a compilation album yeah. of some sort. And so I started looking into it, and and it's a, it's a boy, it, this is a transformative band. Yeah. Okay? They started out in 1956 as The Parliaments, mm -hmm. okay? And uh, they were from Plainfield, New Jersey, and they were formed in the back room of a barbershop. Mm. And they were originally named after the cigarette brand. Right. The, the Parliaments, right? Mm -hmm. So they did doo-wop music, and, uh, uh, but the, the, the main guy in it was a guy named George Clinton. Okay. Right. And uh, at, uh, so they, uh, they, they would entertain the customers and all that type of stuff. Well, um, they, they were kind of based on Frankie Lyman and the Teenagers, but by the 60s, they kind of changed their style and all that type of thing. And I'm going to stay with the, the parliaments okay. for this part of gotcha. it. Okay. So they were trying to kind of get something going. They were trying to get, they switched labels. And finally, Clinton gained employment at Motown Records as a songwriter and producer. And then uh, he would make weekly trips to Detroit to produce for other bands. Finally got his band in there. And in 1967, they released the song, I Want to Testify, on Revolt Records. And it, it achieved a hit single. It reached number three, R&B, and number 20, pop on the Billboard charts. But in reality, Clinton was the only member of the parliaments to appear in the song. Okay. Because the other members couldn't get to Detroit, and so they used session musicians. <laughs> okay. <laughs> He's yeah, like, okay, dudes, but I'm doing the song, you know. So uh, they put together a backing band, went on tour and everything. So we're going to go this far with it now, and we're going to listen to that single from 1967, The Parliament's Doing... I want to testify.
to hear what you got coming up next oh on this. man this is a it's a trifecta uh, it's a good one it's funny how those things kind of lead one to the other oh yeah. Yeah. yeah yeah i got i got something like that coming up maybe in this show too yet we'll awesome. see we're kind of thinking the same this is a little spooky yeah i know, uh, I know. oh well okay well what, Leo, what are you gonna do next? i got a band called the gollywogs the Gullywogs? No, the Gollywogs. Oh, the Gollywogs. The Gollywogs. Oh, well, of course, the Gollywogs. This guy, this, okay, there's this band. Let me back up a little bit. There's this band, right? And they met at, at, at Portola Junior High School in El Cerrito, California. At first, they called themselves the Blue Velvets, all right? And they played instrumentals and jukebox standards. And one of the guys had an older brother that was already a working musician. And so they started backing him up in, in recordings and, and performances uh, before he actually became a part of the band, this, these guys. Okay. All right, they re- they had released three singles by this time. The second of which was picked up by Casey Kasem. Oh, sure. Who had a big, you know, his big yeah. uh, pop show that he had. And uh, so they decided they were going to come up. Uh, they got offered a contract, a recording contract at that point. And they chose uh, to record with Fantasy Records. And the reason they went with Fantasy Records is because they recently had... Uh, some success, really big success, uh, with a recording by Vince Garaldi called Cast Your Fate to the Wind. Okay. He was, he was a jazz artist, right? Yeah. So okay. they decided to go with that label on this thing. Okay, Okay. Got it. So we're going to circle around back to that after a while. All right. Okay, so the, uh, the guy who uh, has, uh, he's talking about, when he wrote this particular song, which, by the way, is called Porterville, Okay. And so I want to tip my hand here because the guy's name, well, I'll just tell you, his 1966, this guy and this other fellow named Doug Clifford were drafted into the U.S. Armed Forces. And the one guy joined the U.S. Army Reserves while the other joined the U.S. Coast Guard Reserve. Okay. All right. So his experience, speaking of his experience in the U.S. Army, this guy said, I would become delirious and go to a trance. And I started narrating this story to myself, and that was a song that became Porterville. All right? Wow. And this guy's <laughs> name that I'm talking about is John Fogarty. Oh, wow. And the band later on became Creedence Clearwater Revival. Revival. How about that? Yeah. So I figured I'd give Creedence their own slot later on. That makes sense. And stick with the Gollywogs for right now. Heck yeah. But it's a pretty good, it's a good tune, man. It really is. You recorded it in 1967. So this is the Gollywogs saying Porterville.
Hey, there you go. No mistake in that voice. Oh, no, there yeah. certainly is not. Yeah. Okay, Roger, it's back to you. Okay, uh, step two in this uh, trifecta. So um, we already talked about uh, the parliaments. Yes, we have. Okay. So um, they later became a, a funk band, American funk band, formed in the late 1960s by George Clinton, and just they were just called Parliament. Mm-hmm. Okay, so he changed that. And it drew on science fiction and outlandish theatrics in their work. You know, they had a number of top ten hits. Uh, the million, they had a million-selling single in 1976, Give Up the Funk, Tear the Roof Off the Sucker. <laughs> <laughs> I kind of made you remember that. Yeah, yeah, maybe I do. I do. And they had top 40 albums such as Mothership Connection. And, and these guys are crazy. But um, so, uh, of course, Clinton was a group leader and manager. And um, they, they ended up, they had a contractual dispute with Revolt Records. And Clinton temporarily lost the rights to the name The Parliaments. So he signed the ensemble to Westbound Records as Funkadelic. Okay, now we're okay. going. Yeah, now. now so that's the third part of this, okay? Okay. okay. So uh, now he positioned that as a funk rock band. and um, it, it, We're going to have to create a new category, aren't we? We're going to need a spreadsheet yeah. is what we're going to need. <laughs> because uh, Funkadelic became a recording and touring entity in its own right. Okay. And so, uh, but in 1970, Clinton relaunched Parliament... Uh, and, and with the, the same, they were up to ten members by now, and he. So he was the leader of two different acts that were performing. Wow! Parliament and Funkadelic, and, and right? they never twain meted. I mean, well, no, just, I know, mean, there's a lot of the same guys yeah, and everything okay. else, but they they were doing. Uh, whereas Parliament was more theatrical and everything, yeah. Funkadelic was way out there, man. They okay. had crazy outfits. I'm trying to download a couple pictures of their outfits and stuff. They cool. were it was it, it's some awesome stuff. So for now. We're going to listen to, uh, from their album, Mothership Connection, from 1975, we're going to listen to Parliament doing handcuffs. I do I have to my handcuffs Do I have to keep you under lock and key? Back. 
That's right funk there. right I mean, there. We, t- we haven't really featured that much funk. No, we so haven't. We have not. Time, high time we did it. But those we guys were say. masters at it. I they, mean, were, that, they were funk masters. Yeah, I had forgotten about them, but boy, they yeah. were something. Oh, hey, look at the time. Yeah, right? we're running a little bit long here, but it was worth it. It was worth it. Yeah. 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 We'll make up for it. All right. Well, we'll be back here pretty quickly. Uh, this is the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio, Radio USA. USA. This, this is the part of backing up we don't do so well, so we got to be careful. Well, fortunately, there's no one else around Nobody here. Nobody here. But yeah. here's the other thing, Roger. There's what? no trash cans here either. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's nothing. True. There's nothing here. Yeah. Nothing to back pack, into. Pack it out. Pack it out. Yeah. Yep. That's it. Yeah, that's okay. Okay. We'll find a rest stop somewhere. Here. Pull around behind a Walmart. <laughs> oh, did I accidentally <laughs> drop my trash into your dumpster? <laughs> I feel bad about it now. Oh, well, this is the part of the show where uh, we, we just get right down and... Uh, oh, we're going to beg now. And beg. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you, know, to, you know, we spend a lot of time putting stuff on the website. Matter of fact, I'm just about to put um, some photos up there of the next group that I'm going to cover. Oh, are you really? Yeah. But, You're uh, not going to tell me who that is, are you? Not until it's time. Okay, okay. fine. Um, but uh, we we spend a lot of time doing that, and it, it deserves a little, little look. The least you could yeah. do is go take a look. Go I'm take gonna, a look. Take yeah. a few minutes. You know, That's right. uh, the uh, website for this uh, show is thederrieres dot com, and it comes with the usual caveat. Exactly. Spell the whole thing out. Yes. Thederrieres dot com. Yeah. Right. Uh, if you forget the. Oh, you'll never forget it you'll again. You'll never forget it no, again. No, no. Yep. Forget, he's I, never forgotten it more times than you can more imagine. More times than you can imagine. Yeah. yeah. Oh, I forgot it again. <laughs> Looky there. <laughs> well, we're pretty sh- Oh, and of course, the the one for the band. Well, that's 3trailsrust.com yeah. with the number three there on the front. And that's our cowboy band, man. We've been having a good year, and we're mm-hmm. playing a lot of music. So yeah. Yeah, go check that out. we got stickers, and you can order our CD, and we got the cool new T-shirts yeah, on there, do. too. Yeah, Yep. Well, you know, we're sure if you go to either website, you're going to find a lot of content. content. That's true. And if you check it out, we're pretty sure you'll be contented. contented. That's right. But there's so much there lately. Is. I mean, we're way into it. You uh-huh. can become confused, confused, in which case you should just 
contact us. And we'll kind of walk you through it. Yeah. Well, there's contact us tabs on both websites, or you can get right to us with our email addresses. Absolutely. Mine is is Roger, no D, at thederrieres.com. And mine is Leo, also no D, at (laughs) thederrieres.com. Well, you got through it that time. I did. Thank you. Very good. I did. Um, You know, hey, the other thing you can do is... um, uh, you can go to the dairyers.com, go to the Americana Roadshow tab, and from there you can listen to any of our past episodes or download them and listen to them at your leisure. Preferably while wearing your leisure, leisure suit. suit. Yeah. Yeah. Somebody's going to take the bait on I that. I have faith. I think so, too. Yeah. One of these days. Somebody out there is listening, mm-hmm. I think. Maybe. That might dig back in their closet. Yeah, they might one. have a leisure Just suit. Just look for Robin's Egg Blue. As That's right. It. But it, it depends on when the last time you wore it, man. <laughs> Good point. That's a, there's a truth fitting. Well, well, one good thing about those is it's not going to decompose or anything. No. Yeah, oh, ma- polyester. Moth, moth won't touch it. No, polyester yeah. is forever, man. Yeah. So. You know, they have a great swirling mass of polyester <laughs> leisure suits that's floating between the coast of California and Hawaii right yeah, now. Yeah, probably so. They yeah. talk about it on the news all yeah. the time. They yeah. do. They do. Hey, you know what else? What? Uh, you can download uh, any of our past episodes now on Spotify. That's correct. Spotify is great. Yeah. It's a great it's on several other it. platforms. Yeah, but the Spotify is the I one. I know you like Spotify. But I do like Spotify. Yeah, yeah, but it's also on Stitcher. It, the Spotify yeah. is just like, you know, yeah. really easy to get to. It's so, on TuneIn. It's fun to say Spotify. I That's know why you like that. Likes, yeah. It's also on Amazon Music. But who can remember that when you can just say Spotify? Well, and, and of course, it's also on iHeartRadio. <laughs> <laughs> There's Spotify. As our good buddy Mike Carr says, Go nowhere without the Darriers. That's right. Thank you, Mike. All right. Leo, I think it's swung back around it's to you. Swung around. The you know, pendulum is on your side. I, I'm going to kind of refer back to something uh, that I, I referred to in the last segment. Okay. When I was talking about the Gollywogs okay. and how they chose this label called Fantasy Records, right? Okay. Which is kind of an unusual choice because it was a small jazz label, basically. Mm-hmm. But they'd had big success uh, with a, 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 a song recently, and that's why they chose that label. And the song was called Cast Your Fate to the Wind. I remember that It's song. an instrumental. Now, the guy's mm-hmm. name was Vincent Anthony Garaldi, right? Okay. And he's the guy that ended up uh, writing all the music for the Peanuts uh, shows. Oh, yeah, right, and sure. Linus and Lucy and uh-huh. all those great compositions. Yeah. But to, to back up just a little bit, he was born in San Francisco in the North Beach area. And that place became very important to his blossoming, blossoming musical career. He changed his last name to Garaldi after his mother, Carmela. Uh, got remarried, and uh, his her new husband adopted him, and so he took his name. We've, we've heard something like that before. Uh, Graham Parsons, yeah, kind of the same yeah, thing. Yeah, that's right. That's mm-hmm. right. Anyway, uh, he he was uh, he was kind of thrust into this whole thing by accident, a happy accident. He loved it because um, he he always said, I, "I want to write standards, not just hits." So when he was uh, going across the Golden Gate Bridge one day, he, the song just kept playing out through his head. And uh, he got back to the studio, and he, he just wrote it. He wrote it out. It was a beautiful tune. And then that led to him being, uh, they contacted him and said, we want you to start working on more of these specials and everything. So this particular tune, an instrumental, a jazz instrumental from a little jazz label, uh, did great on the radio. It became a huge hit. It was recorded in, uh, what was that, 1962. 62, that's what it was. Okay. Uh, Vincent Anthony Garaldi, Cast Your Fate to the Wind.
talk about yeah. jazz, you know. Yep. That's a bona fide jazz tune right there. You know, and, and, but I remembered um, they uh, there was a vocal version to yeah, that. There, yeah, there is. And uh, I, several people did it. The Sandpipers... Um, who else? Shelby Flint. Maybe? Yeah, I remember they and they yeah. were they were they charted too. Yeah, so uh, the words were like a month of nights, a year, year of days. days October's, October's drifting into May. Yeah, it's, set it's, my sail and the tide rolls in, and, and I cast, cast my fate, fate to, to the wind. wind. Yeah. yeah, it's a good tune. So we'll yeah. feature that. Let me one. look we'll, into that. Yeah, we'll take a look at it. All right, it's back to you, Rod. Okay, this right. is the third of my trifecta. Ah, you're gonna get it in. Funkadelic. <laughs> okay, so this yep. is, remember he had the two bands going: Parliament Funkadelic. Okay. So they signed to Westbound in 1968, and their music evolved from soul to doo-wop and then into this harder guitar-driven mix of psychedelic rock, soul, and funk. And it was kind of influenced by Jimi Hendrix, Sly Stone, Vanilla Fudge, right? Oh, yeah. So during that time, right? Uh-huh. So um, they, uh, their self-titled album, Funkadelic, was released in 1970. And all the Parliament singers were on there, but they were uncredited because of contractual concerns. Ah. So, uh, but anyway, um, <laughs> it's just some great stuff. And I found some pictures. These guys, they were like dressed like spacemen and all kinds of crazy, <laughs> wild this. outfits. I remember this. And yeah. I'm going to post a few on our website so people can check Very it out. Very cool. Very cool. So from 1970, the album is Funkadelic, and the band is Funkadelic. I got a thing, you got a thing, everybody got a thing.
<laughs> well, they went right out of funk into psychedelic rock. Leo? Le- Leo? Leo? What? Leo? What? 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 Oh, man. Wow. I was flashing back, man. <laughs> okay. They, they just got me. I'm sure they are. Oh, man. Yeah. 30 yeah. years gone. Yeah, like there that. you go. Well, okay. you're back now. I'm back now. Yeah, I'm in the present. Yeah, good. Okay. Uh, uh, okay. Well, listen. Um, it's time for us time. to uh, I'm good, Raj. I'm okay. good. Are you, are you okay? I'm back. I'm back. Okay. Okay. I, I'm okay. I was yeah. a little worried about you there for a minute. I'm good. Okay, so uh, we got to figure out where we're going. Oh, that's true. And uh, so this is where we uh, we throw the dart and then uh, it lands in a state. state and, and then we, we pick the funkiest town name. Yeah, yeah weird we town find. names. That's yeah. right. Okay. okay. Uh-huh. Okay, so uh, let's see. Your turn to throw the dart, so uh, I'll get the map. Get the map. It's in the usual place. Look out. Watch out for Ardmore, man. He sleeps back there. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Um, got it. Okay. Wall, okay. All right. Okay. Got right. it. Now get the dart. Oh yeah, the dart. Spoon drawer uh, two. Man, we, got a lot of spoon. we have we are spoon guys. Uh, okay. All right. right. Okay. Got it. Yep. I got it. Okay. Um, get over in the circle there. Yeah. Uh, okay. Here we go. Yep. One, two, two three. three. Throw the dart. Throw the dart. Oh boy, we oh, went almost oh, straight north. up. Yeah, north. Um, wow. Montana. Montana, yeah. Okay, let's see. Um, here's what? the weird town name from Montana. Yeah. Okay. okay. What are you going to pick? Uh, let's see. I forgot. It's a type of bread. Uh, oh, there it is. Yeah. Sourdough. <laughs> yeah. We usually eat white bread. Oh, we do. It's white. But what's, it's a little I, different. I'm up for a little sourdough bread, uh, too. Okay, well, well, let's, let's go check go, it let's out. Let's go check it out. Sour bread, it is. All okay, right. well, this has been a funky, uh, uh, kind of an interesting show. Yeah, it really has. Yeah. And Ardmore has kind of left us alone today. Because yeah. I think we've been playing some weird music, yeah. and he's not sure what to make of it. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's, he'll get over it. He'll, he's all, I think he's already over it. All right. All well, right. we'll get out here tomorrow, and uh, we'll get to Montana. <laughs> we'll do this again. We'll do it again. All right. All well, right. Well, this has been the Americana Roadshow right here on Truckers, Truckers Radio. Radio. USA. And remember, look out behind you. It's It's the the Derriers. Derriers.